Welcome to this episode of Navigating Hospitality at University of West Florida's Presence Club at Timeless Tanglewood. Together, we will explore topics surrounding social intelligence and etiquette. I'm Dr. Allison Green from the Global Hospitality and Tourism Management Department in the College of Business, along with Chris Horak, etiquette trainer with Navigating Convention. I have a question for this week, and it has to do with bringing us back to this podcast and it is navigating hospitality. In the hospitality industry, what we deliver is service, and a lot of that is hard to do unless you really understand social intelligence. Delivering service is this, is it's adding something extra. And what we do is, for instance, you go to a hotel and they offer you a water. It's, it's a very gracious thing to do. So. I would like to ask the etiquette of when do you bring your own bottle of water or Yeti or something as such to an event? I have seen this a lot and I don't know as a society when it has become okay to do this or is it okay to do it and when? So Chris, opening it up with navigating hospitality, bring your own bottle. Dr. Green. <laughs> It has never been okay to bring your own bottle unless it's a good bottle of wine and you've been invited to dinner. Then you bring your own bottle or you bring it as a gift to the host. But walking around with your own bottle of drinking water into any premises, whether it's an event, a convention, into a private home, it is totally inappropriate. And we've we've lost the art of that, that we visit somebody and... If we are thirsty, we ask for a drink of water. Often our host has lost their hospitality knowledge because we come prepared. So they don't need to do anything for us. They don't need to offer us a drink of water or a cup of coffee or tea because we come prepared. We are basically shooting ourselves in the foot by using our own etiquette and manners trying to develop a thing here that is totally inappropriate because bringing bringing the bottle of water into somebody else's space is saying I don't trust your hospitality if I don't know you and I am not comfortable by myself to ask you for a glass of water when I'm visiting with you say for instance I come to your office and in an office situation, we're not going to meet for, say, two hours at a time. But if we do, I should be able to ask you for a glass of drinking water if you do not offer it. But your hospitality should tell you to offer your guests a drink of liquid of any kind to keep their throat talking. Mm -hmm. Because that's why you've got them into the room. You want them to talk to you and they... You want some information from them. I hear you, and what I'm thinking is now I'm reeling back to have I offered people water? Have I offered when they come over? Where can we spin it a little bit? So the Absolutely. etiquette on, first of all, when, when can you bring in a bottle of water? For instance, if there is an event happening at somebody's house, is it okay to bring in a Yeti cup full of whatever? And then the flip side, this is two-pronged, is when you are the host or hostess, how do you nicely say, put that away, or, you know, let me throw it out for you, or whatever it may be? How do you nicely say? <laughs> there, is, <laughs> there is no way to say it nicely. I represented an event at this particular property 
some months ago and a group of 20 ladies were on their way and one of my assistants had video contact with them on cell phone or something and came up to me and showed me a text message of all 20 of them holding up pink solo cups or was it I nearly fainted and I said to him please tell them to keep those on the bus I do not allow them in my house and and these ladies all came and they were gulping down the last the last drops before they got to the front door and stuffed the solo cups into their handbags because they got the message that Mm. clearly I did not want these in my home. Everybody developed their own sense of hospitality. In our case, we are in the industry. It is not just being working in a hotel or a a guest situation. We have to extend this to our home, to everywhere where we are. To, to be warm and hospitable because if you're warm and hospitable at your home you're going to be the same at your work and employment situation and that just brings it in and widens the scope but it makes the the welcoming to offer people a drink on arrival whether it's a cup of tea a cup of coffee or a glass of water I know many people in this day and age prefer a bottled water just keep small bottles of water and let them open their own bottle of water when they walk into my house and you call it a yeti cup it could be any cup that they come from a coffee shop don't they like my coffee I'm feeling very hurt because they come in and decided even before they've seen me that I can't make decent coffee. (laughs) And and sorry, I'm so excited about this because what where I really wonder, and I was going to look this up and maybe I'll look it up afterwards and post it. When did this become okay? When did it become okay? Is it the advent of all the coffee shops and we won't name the certain one? Is it okay that we're walking around, and it's funny, I was, I was listening to a, a comedy, and they said on the East Coast, they don't walk around with their coffee cup as much as the West Coast always has something in their hands. So I guess this kind of goes, if you will, hand in hand of when did this become a thing and how do we, it's going to continue no matter what, because it's, it's, it's okay in the eyes of most everybody to do. And that includes myself. So now that I'm aware of that, I'm going to do better. Well, we, we all, we don't know, therefore we don't do better. It is a case of years ago, we didn't have water in bottles. We didn't have to go cups from coffee shops. Mm -hmm. A coffee shop was where you've met friends, you sat down with a piece of cake and spent an hour or so, you talked business or you caught up socially. It is nowadays relegated maybe to a beer drinking place, but a coffee shop was originally started for that idea. And in the countries where it originated, that is exactly how it was done. Nobody had carry out cups. The carry-out cup came later and people took the carry-out cup first to the office. At the office it was acceptable because you were going to your desk and you preferred your expensive latte coffee drink to 
whatever the company itself provided or you've had other reasons why you didn't want to drink out of the company's cups. So it escalated. But then people started bringing their own bottle of water to private homes and to private meetings and private events into your office. And it is totally inappropriate. You you do not carry your own beverages in because the next thing is, especially the ladies are more fortunate than gentlemen. We do not carry large purses. In the middle of the meeting, I can open this large purse and pull out my picnic <laughs> snacks of sandwiches or, or fruit because this is now time that I eat my fruit while you talk. We, we can get this totally out of control. And then as I go through this and not offering the person opposite me any of it while I'm sitting munching and crunching, which is totally, totally grating on the nerves when people crunch food in public spaces. They, they don't know that we have got people around us and they, they forget about that. The, the cups are the same. Now, in the cups, what is in the cup? It may be from a very popular drive-thru. I don't know what you put into that cup on the way between the drive-thru and in your car to my front door, whether my front door is an office situation, a home situation, or whatever situation. That cup being being there in front of me makes me nervous all the time. Number one, you don't think my alcohol is good enough? You had to do your own mix on the way? Could be. <laughs> okay, yes, it could be. Okay, do you need that right. strong a mix therefore i am now on edge because mm -hmm. i don't know which way you're gonna go next right. are you going to be affected by what you're drinking or not mm -hmm. and how fast you've been drinking this particular beverage as we are sitting talking mm -hmm. and and my mind is not on our conversation anymore as a good host my mind is on that time bomb sitting between us mm -hmm. on the desk and I have to say when you're thinking, because, you know, we're not off a script and we're just talking here and I'm trying to bring in and understand the social intelligence theory side of what you're saying. And I have to stop you because of this. It's really about being emotional and socially intelligent and then weaving through hospitality of anticipating what your guest needs are whether that be in a large food and beverage establishment, whether it be at a front desk of a hotel, that's what we do in hospitality. So what you're saying is be around of your surround, be around it, be aware of your surroundings. Totally. And, and that's the social intelligence side of it to understand. We talked a little bit earlier about kind of peripheral vision, but really that's social intelligence of being aware of what your guest wants and needs are. And then on the flip side of that, if I have what you're saying etiquette wise, when you are the guest coming in, it is to be aware also of your host or hostess. Your host's duties and, and but also be aware of your duties. Your duties are welcoming to ask them because some people like to be asked and other people don't. But now I've visited you twice and we've been meeting for two hours and there was no drinks forthcoming. Right. And today I am coming past the coffee shop. Right. And I'm picking up the phone on the way and I'm saying, Dr. Green, I'm on my way. I am running two minutes late, but I just finishing a meeting at the coffee shop with somebody. I am bringing a cup of coffee for myself. Would you like one too? Right. Therefore, yeah. I'm sending you a, sorry, this is your side of the, this 
conversation. Yeah. This is the social intelligence part that you as the yeah. guest now offer to bring. But because you know that the host maybe is not socially aware or the social intelligence is not there with the host. But it is all coming down to the etiquette of it. I cannot just come in and walk in with a cup of coffee because two times you didn't give me coffee and I want coffee. I have to ask for it. Mm -hmm. It is my that is my guest duty. Guests are not people who sit there and be pampered with no reason. They have to ask what they want to. It's not, you don't demand, you you ask, may I have a glass of water? Uh, would you maybe have a cup of coffee available? Mm-hmm. Those are all reasonable questions and most people host, wherever they are, they will pop out that cup of coffee or bottle of water out of nowhere in a minute. Mm-hmm. And they'll be happy to do it. Mm -hmm. That is the funny thing. People like to make people happy, Mm -hmm. people around them. Therefore, we will produce whatever we can and when we can. Yeah, I think terrific. Bring your own bottle, but make sure to bring your own bottle of good something for the host or hostess. And thank you for having coffee today. Although I was running late and didn't stop. Thank you very much because your coffee is just delightful. Thank you. We should always offer coffee and tea and water for those who do not want anything else. Um, Also, be careful with the offering when you, say, for instance, have three or four guests. Mm -hmm. Only offer one item. Would everybody like a glass of water? If you are going to say, and this has happened to me in the past, that I've had a family of five, and I would say, I have fruit juice available. And they all perk up and say, yes. And I said, what would it be? Would it be apple, grape juice, apricot, whatever flavor was available? And each one of them picked a different flavor. (laughs) Therefore, you you have to be aware of what you're offering. Keep it to one item. If you see that your audience is a certain age, you may offer coffee or tea. If it's another age, keep it to water. If the event allows for alcoholic beverages, then offer it. In most meeting situations, avoid that. Avoid bringing your own into a meeting situation unless you you go into a large convention where you will be sitting at a desk. Normally, they have water on the table Mm -hmm. or there are small bottles on the outside before you walk in. That is totally appropriate to bring it in there. You don't bring your Yeti cup in there. You don't bring your carry-out cup into a meeting like that. It is not polished. It does not look professional. And I do have to say, especially being in the South, having it be warm and I think we've pretty much gotten used to carrying around our own stylish cup and right now I again reeling in kind of the etiquette of where I've been is learning as we go and learning the etiquette and this is why I love it also being aware this is the thinking of how I'm thinking being aware and making it better for the next time is really not to bring something into meetings I tend to do that I tend to bring my own drink and I think that's part of my everybody tends to do that in meetings it is an absolute standard everybody because some people did it now everybody brings it you've got your cell phone on the table you've got your drink on the table you've got your bunch of papers on the table what do you need on the table you're in a meeting you're there 
for the bunch of papers. The cell phone should be in a bag or in a pocket. The drink should not be there if anybody spills and everybody's papers are wet. There's a lot of unhappy people. Basically, keep the drinks to where they should be and not on a meeting table. Yeah, And I think I'm going to say lots of really great advice today. Lots of etiquette, what to do, what not to do. I've learned quite a bit. You all have learned quite a bit. The students are saying yes, they have. They're nodding and not saying anything. Um, <laughs> right? And then the social intelligence really weaves through the hospitality and understanding the history of the hospitality. What we innately do in the hospitality business is so very important. We need to bring that in our everyday etiquette. Absolutely. It is just being warm and welcoming. Yeah. And remembering that as much as you want other people to respect your space, they should remember to respect your space the same because we we should do that for each other and we are a very hospitable world to live in. We are, and I think you just had a biscotti moment right there. What else? Anything else to bring in? Um, anything else to bring in? We're sticking to the bottle of water today, Dr. Green. Okay. Else we are carrying, we've already talked about the lunch bag and everything it can end up on the table. Right. So let's let's deal with water only or, okay. or a carry cup, whatever you call them. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm you. signing off. Thank you, Dr. Green. Have a safe time. Okay. Mr. Horak, you do the same. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Navigating Hospitality. This podcast is brought to you by partial funding from the University of West Florida's Instructional Technology Enhancement Project.